0: today i want to talk about misery yes misery this word that we try to run away from all the time misery feeling miserable difficulties and suffering and all that misery and the value that christ actually places on that in our lives many families that i know have come across different moments of misery in their own lives parents amongst themselves or even with their kids You know, the perfect dream of a holy family that at some point something happens or that dream is shattered or it's shaken up and doubts filled. Can I actually have a holy family? Can I actually have a good holy center for my kids and my spouse? Is that still possible? Yes, it's possible. It's possible. And I want to talk about misery because sometimes we think that a holy family is a family without misery. We think that a happy family is a family that has no problems. We know it in our head like that's not true, but we act as if that's the case. That when when a child makes a wrong decision or a child is no longer home makes a wrong decision and and I think gosh, I really messed up as a parent. No you did not. No, you did not. You hopefully did it out of love. You you raised your children out of love. You loved your spouse with all your heart. You did what you could. You're not God. You're not perfect. You did what your heart told you, hopefully. And if you're you're doubting that and you want to start making the steps to actually do that, start now. Start now. Misery is part of life. Wounds are part of life. Failings and and fear and weakness and making wrong decisions is part of life. The Lord is my shepherd. There's nothing I shall want. In the dark valley, I fear no evil. The dark valley is still there. Storms are still there. Tragedy is still there. That's part of our, our human experience. But that's why Jesus came and showed us that's not the end. Death has no say. Death is there. Death has no say. He comes to heal. There's wounds and eventually they they will be healed. The other day, I went with a group of young people to serve under the bridge in the city where there were tons of homeless people there living. And meeting these people, there were some who have a lot of hope. They're suffering. They're in, in, in complete poverty and they're holding on to their dear life and and to the charity of people around to survive and there are others who decide i have no more hope and it, and it hurts and it hurts but talking to the kids that i brought and one of them said it hurts to seem that way but it helps them it helped this person this young high schooler to open up their hearts to the reality that their own problems aren't that bad that to see someone who is in a crazy state of misery made her heart much bigger to realize gosh i need to shape up my life i need to to work on myself and allow god to work in my heart it just it just did something miraculous and special my friends when we open up our hearts and our minds and our lives experience the misery of other people it helps us recognize to what degree we need to be healed ourselves we need to break that bubble and i want to invite everyone let's break the bubble of pretending that everything's okay and that i'm living in this this perfect life no the moment we let our guard down pretending that everything's okay That's the moment where we are least prepared for when the storm comes. And when the storm hits, things will just be thrown all over the place. We have to be ready. This life is a journey of opening and widening and strengthening our hearts to love. When we try day in and day out to build a holy family, when we try day in and day out To help my kids to help my spouse one of the more important things is to help them form their hearts to make their hearts bigger and wider and stronger and part of that package is to help them be aware of the suffering of others that in other words is compassion that in other words is mercy that is what jesus came to show us all these images of the good shepherd and what jesus did on the cross The whole Easter reality, that Paschal mystery of the passion, death, and resurrection, all of that is because he saw how much we needed to be saved and healed, redeemed. We have to do the same. We as Christians need to do the same. That's part of our mission. And so I challenge everyone as we continue, as we're living in this Easter season, to recognize, yes, there is misery in my life. And there's misery out there. There's things that make me suffer. That's part of my life. But that's not the end. I recognize it. And once I recognize it, my heart expands, my heart grows, and it makes me love even more. It makes me hope even more. It makes me believe even more. One beautiful line that I love repeating over and over again is We as Christians believe for those who don't believe, we hope for those who feel hopeless. We love those who feel unloved or we love for those who are incapable of loving. This is our mission. But until we recognize the need, we're living in a make-believe. And so let's break out of this bubble. Let's recognize we have a mission in life to believe, to hope, and love for those who probably for now cannot, but eventually will. And that, that fills our hearts with his strength, and giving our families, our kids, this opportunity to grow in that, joy and peace and holiness slowly trickles in and fills the household and then makes us grow in holiness as a family. God bless you.